as ever and welcome to the South Road Boys. I'm Joe, how are you? Mr. I'm Barnes? Troy and I am really good mate. Have it's, you recovered? Very, I have, I'm just going to say straight up, it's just nice to be, you know, the, the twosome again. It's a bit cosy now isn't it? <laughs> a little bit. <laughs> the, the things got a little bit out of control with me. <laughs> Last week was mayhem. It was. Strangely enough though, listening back to it. It didn't sound as chaotic as what it felt when we were doing it. And the thing is, you and I both knew exactly what we were getting into. <laughs> yes, we did. And and we got nothing short of that. <laughs> <laughs> Shout out to Grant. <laughs> Howie, fuck, I love you. I think you are pure genius. I and can't wait for him to listen to that little snippet when he leaves the room because he hasn't heard that yet. <laughs> no, he has not. He's going to love that. <laughs> <laughs> and... What I like the most as well is that you decided that it was a great time to give him a minimum of three glasses of red. He actually turned up with two bottles. Of course he did. The first bottle was gone hardly before we even started. Of Shiraz. Shiraz, yes. From the Barossa Valley. Have you ever heard anyone call it Shiraz ever in your life? Only Grant. I know. (laughs) I hassle him about that all the time. But he still plays the game, so... Oh, and fair enough. You know, I think he is genius, and I am very, very thankful that he was our first guest. Yeah, I just, it was a lot of fun. I, it certainly was. And you got the reaction from me you expected too, because oh. I got to the point of that quiz and went, oh, for fuck's sake, and I just, I just basically dropped the mic, sat back, and let you guys just go. <laughs> in, in, in all honesty, I thought... I. I, I think I got closer to um, you actually physically walking out than what I thought I was going to. There's this tone that you there's this tone that you get in your voice where it's like, for fuck's sake, like, fucking stop it! I'm gonna get many. And I went, all right. And that's the reason why I, I said, well, all right, well, I won't ask you anymore. Ah, uh, tell ya. Um, but I I truly truly knew that I was setting you up and I, I really did try and um, come up with at least a couple of questions that were a bit general knowledge but I think your mind was blocked as soon as you heard wrestler that you just didn't hear the rest that's a little bit like how as soon as you hear the word boobs nothing else matters sorry what all I heard was boobs <laughs> exactly did you say boobs I did say boobs yeah we like boobs oh, oh we love boobs yeah boobs are, great. Boobs are good boobs are good now, um, <laughs> sorry, boobs. <laughs> just, I guess I would have to throw out there, though, jokes aside, it was so much fun doing it last week. And Grant, as you know, has been a very good friend of mine and yours for a very long yeah, time. Yeah, so absolutely. It was great that he could join us. And even though he was quite nervous, because <laughs> we were nervous when we started doing this. Like, we didn't have any idea what we were doing. We were kind of, I suppose, trying to sound cool, but... Obviously not. <laughs> well, that, um, that was never going to happen. Yeah, but for how we to suddenly come in, you know, when we're 28 episodes, 27 episodes in, yeah. and kind of jump into that slot, mm-hmm. um, he was a little bit nervous, I think. So, big well, guy did enough. a fantastic job. Yeah, awesome. Mm. Um, now, I'm not going to harp on wrestling because <laughs> I know you, I know, I know, I... If you pull uh, up a wrestling quiz now, seriously... <laughs> No, I'm not going to pull up a wrestling quiz. <laughs> but I'm not. 
I'm Good. just not. Good. But I, there was something that I didn't get to talk to Howie about, and you, because you're obviously there as well. <laughs> if you suddenly go, um, yes. and I've got Howie here now next to me, ready to- <laughs> if he'd actually gone over to Melbourne and suddenly you've just pulled him in, that man would be gold. That would have been hilarious. <laughs> Just when I thought it escaped, he appears on the other end of the call. Holy <sighs> shit! Uh, what oh, was what I can't remember what it was at the start. Something I'm trying to pull. It, motherfucker! <laughs> I tried to pull it. And I missed it. I'm sorry. I missed it. I'll end oh. it in. It'll sound like I did. Uh, no, <laughs> I won't. Uh, what I was going to talk to him and you about, uh, well, especially him, because whilst we spoke about American wrestling, WWE. E, which used to be WWF, um, Australian wrestling, Mario Milano. Now, I've got a story about that. I used to go to uh, there was a there's a Chinese restaurant in Tullamarine called the Dragonfly Family Restaurant. Sounds like a very Chinese but dodgy whatever. And we used to go there and watch the wrestling at a Chinese restaurant, or you can eat buffet. <laughs> So I'm assuming wrestling on a television, not wrestling as in live. No, fucking live. They and actually in a ring, wrestling. In a ring. While you're eating so, Chinese. While you're eating Chinese. Is the ring actually, is it part of the restaurant? No, it's, what they do is they move the chairs from the centre of the restaurant. Oh, fuck me. And they bring in a ring. And it was run by the local, um, I, look, I wish I could tell you which particular Australian wrestling brand that was because I know because I know a guy who wrestles for um uh PCW action um and uh bit of tricky tricky D is his name <laughs> I tell you all the listeners we lost last week with wrestling that have yes. come back this week and gone look it was one episode yeah <laughs> just lost them no. again they're gone no um, big big shout out to tricky Tricky is uh, a Melbourne boy who who is an actual relative of one of our roadies. Um, he even went to the states and Canada and and tried to get break it into the big show. Nice, but it's it's one of those things. Like fuck, what people don't realize is if you can get along to a local wrestling show, you should do it. It's like the version. It's like going to a the local match of football instead of going to the AFL. Yep. They're still doing the same thing, and they're still going to give you the same effort. Maybe the skill level is not quite there, and maybe the polish is not quite there, but you'll get some who are fucking phenomenal. Like, if you look at one of the most, well, the most famous South Road Boys, Russell Robinson. I thought you were going to say the most famous South Road Boys wrestler. I'm like, when did we have a wrestler? (laughs) No, no, but you look at Robbo. Like, he was playing in a local league. And got discovered because yep. he, he was an amazing talent. And and that's what you're going to get if you go to one of your local wrestlers. But anyway, back to the Dragonfly family restaurant. I used to go there with a guy called Paul Jink was his name. And I used to call him Tubby. Now, this man was morbidly obese. So, big shout out to Jink. Obviously, who, a very big shout out. No, exactly. He was a massive unit. But, fuck, here's the thing, right? He had, uh, I think it was an... An eight-year-old, a nine-year-old, a seven-year-old, a five-year-old, and an eighteen-month-old. Um, him and his partner split up, and she left. So he was raising these four boys by himself. 
he looked at himself at 150 or so kilos and went, fuck, I can't do this. I am going to wake up dead one day. Or I'm going to eat one of my children without even thinking about it. Or I'm going to eat one of my children. (laughs) There were five kids, only four now. (laughs) Exactly. But the champion, every night he would come home and help the kids with their homework. He'd, he'd make sure there was a meal. He'd make sure all the washing was done, do all the housework that all these single parents do. And then any time he got to himself, he might watch an hour of TV and that was on like an exercise machine in front of the telly. Ah, yes. He dropped almost 50 kilos in, I think it was 12 months. Shnikey. Uh, and that was diet and exercise, diet and exercise. So big shout out to, to Jank Tubby. Um, he's moved to Queensland now and found himself a lovely wife and, and is enjoying life up there. But um, And I'll tell you we, what, so he or she has got the better part of him too. Like she waited until well, the good has. side came along. Yeah, exactly. Like she's she, done well there. She didn't have to put up with the, the 50, kilo, 50 kilos of flat. No, she didn't want that. She waited until the prime bit of meat come along. Yeah, Slap you do that it. on the grill. Yeah, yeah boy. Slapping the beast. Slapping the beast, man. Slapping the beast, man. <laughs> um, anyway, so we used to... He he lived in Tullamarine. So we used to go to the Dragonfly Family Restaurant. Dragonfly Family Restaurant. And we watched an Australian wrestling legend called Mario Milano. Now, when we went to see Mario, he was in his 70s. He was... That's so, how old he was. So it took me a while to catch up, but he was wrestling in his 70s. Wrestling in his 70s. Now, wow, this man, Joe. He was probably 6'4", and I remember he, he was always one of those ones... He was a bit like... Look, in his prime, he was on Australian TV. You pro- I don't remember it because it didn't come to Tassie, so you probably wouldn't remember it anyway. But they used to do live from the Melbourne Town Hall wrestling, and it was the Australian wrestling. I don't and remember that. No, that was, I think it was post, well, it's definitely post-war. I think it was late 60s, early 70s, and it was shown on Australian TV. Oh, wow, that's awesome. On Saturday, and you'd have, like, the Killer Kowalskis and your, your Mario Milanos and all that kind of stuff. And obviously, when... The Chlamydia 19, Koalas. <laughs> yeah, the Chlamydia Koalas. Great well, duo, when, used to love them. <laughs> tag team from Australia, the Chlamydia Koalas. <laughs> Anyway, so, and then wrestling really took off in the 80s for WWF because you had Vince McMahon and he turned it into, it was a bit like P.T. Barnum. He turned it into the greatest yeah. show on earth. Like, he really, he, he, he made it a spectacular. And still is, um, really. And still is. Well, I mean, we talked about it. The dollars, <laughs> not as much, the dollars it, are ridiculous, though. That are exactly. Changing. Yes, we talked about it in slight detail. Um, I phased out <laughs> after about five minutes, but... Not, not as know? much as Grant would have liked. Oh... <laughs> Um, anyway, so the, the funny the story was that we went there one day, and uh, my friend Jink had a boy who was two at the time when we went. I think it was Bo. He was two, and Mario Milano had come out, and he was in his seventies, and he had done his thing, and it was basically having the name of Mario Milano there. It's like getting a a Lou Richards to come out and kick a football with you, yep. like you know, Stan Lee to come again. Exactly. You're there for the name, the occasional story, but you're not going to be seeing him in his prime. <laughs> anyway, so he's come out and he's taken a bit of a hiding and then all of a sudden, you know, he's pulled out his signature move at the Dragonfly Family Restaurant All-You-Can-Eat Chinese. <laughs> <laughs> in Tullamarine. And it that was sounds just... like Hangover 4 or something. 
It just <laughs> is genius. Every time I remember it, it's just fucking genius. Oh, and this Chinese place, only Chinese place I've ever seen with a drive-through. Oh, that's yeah. fancy. It, it, well, because it was an all-you-can-eat buffet, so they just send a runner to the buffet and <laughs> load up with. You've got a selection of twenty items that you could get drive-through. If not, you had to park in the car. Yeah, so park you, and... you can't uh, you can't actually drive through and actually like you're parking next to the ring and watching no, the wrestling as you're waiting oh, for your food. That would have been genius. How good would that be? It would have been cold. Anyway, imagine so... driving with wrestling. Wouldn't that be cool? Wouldn't it... It'd be like the drive-in cinema. Yeah. And it'd be difficult to work out, though, because if you wanted to get out early and you were down the front, <laughs> you couldn't yeah. get your vehicle out. You'd be stuffed. Well, you could, but you'd need to have such an embankment. I think the view would be lost. Yeah. Like, I've been to the wrestling legit, and if you're not on ground floor, if you're up in the nosebleeds, at like even at Rod Laver, it, people are quite small and you don't get the atmosphere. You might as well watch well, it at home. Yeah. Well, Exactly. Anyway, so Mario got there and he'd won his bout and he'd gone around and high-fived all the kids and young Bo had missed the high-five. And this, and he started to cry because he was only two and he missed out. And someone, now Mario had been, he'd walked 10 paces past and someone tapped him on the shoulder and said that. And this giant of a man came down, basically put both his hands on the side of this boy's head, which enveloped it, and he went, (laughs) it's okay. So he put his hands underneath his arms and just raised him up and I reckon Bo was probably seven foot in the air <laughs> and the fucking grin from ear to ear and now I know we were at an all you can eat Chinese restaurant in Tullamarine but that place went bunto crazy absolute fucking bunto crazy for an Australian legend um, just doing something great so I understand people like myself and how we are fans of the WWE but um, just if a you little can- bit. But if you can go out, if you ever get the opportunity to see a local wrestling, you should do it and go with, this is going to be fantastic. Have a couple of drinks and just yell your tits off because it's just such good fun. What do you reckon is going to be the biggest moment in that child's life? Um, being lifted up so high by an iconic Australian wrestler when he was two or yep. starting up his own radio program later on in life called Bose or Night Radio Loveline. <laughs> <laughs> Just a shout out to a few episodes ago. <laughs> Considering his ginge, I'm probably thinking it's the latter. <laughs> um, and rest in peace, Mario, because he passed away in... The restaurant? 80... <laughs> oh, fuck. He he died at age 81 in 2016. So. Okay. There you go. That's what I had to finish off with wrestling. It was, it was just eating me up. I had to finish. It's a cool and story. I, I love that. It is a cool story, and I yeah. thought you'd let me get through it. Yeah, hells yeah. <laughs> yeah, hells yeah. <laughs> so what's been going on in your world? What's been going on in my world? Yep. Oh. No, got nothing really. Nothing overly exciting. I'll tell you what, though. Mm-hmm. I do have a five things that shit me to happen today. Do you now? Yeah, we haven't had one of those for a while. All because of one thing, and I thought <laughs> it deserves to be in the five things that shit me. Yeah, so I I added four more in to make the segment worthwhile, but we can get to that later. That's we fine. can, hmm. we can. Um, well, I have something for you then. Right, fire it at me. Being the age we are, we don't probably go to as many weddings as what we used to, because most of the people in our age group are either on their second or not remarrying. True, and and I'm one of those people that probably get too drunk. <laughs> <laughs> when when you go to the wedding, do you find that you still often hear? 
Freaking chicken song, really? Um, True story. I will say I haven't heard that for a while. You haven't heard that for a while? Do you know that was that was actually made in 1950 by the Swiss composer Wern Thomas? Wern Thomas? Wern the Thomas? Mr. Mather? Now, is this leading up to a day? 14th of May, <laughs> dance like a chicken day. Bloody hell. <laughs> <laughs> you asshole. I thought I'd try and get you in the mood for the five things that shit me. <laughs> <laughs> and if, chicken, if the oh. chicken dance is not going to shit you, then nothing will. <laughs> uh, so the winner of Eurovision yesterday. Oh, yes. Did you see the winning song? Uh, I saw snippets of it. It, it kind of uh, reminds me of like you know the chicken song, the macarena, all those songs. It's a quirky, weird, addictive little song. It was just bizarre. But I think that's Eurovision. It like, is. I think Eurovision it, isn't as weird as it used to be, though. Really? Yeah, it's just not. It's just it's. I know. Like I remember watching a few years back, and there were some quirky motherfuckers on that. It was just insane. Like you're thinking, really. <sighs> Bosvalia or something, that's the best you've got. <laughs> like, that's, that's, mind you, you look like you could sing for, I think, the Norwegian guys. I could they really, were the yeah, bearded, bearded guys. Yeah, they had a lot of hair. Mass. They didn't just have they the beards. Did. They had the long hair. They were they were Vikings all over. Oh, they were. the. I think they were Danish, weren't they? Uh, I don't know. The Danes. I just yeah, remember the, the, their hair. But they, sang, they were Danish and they did the, the Viking song about a pacifist Viking. That's right, it was too. A pacifist <laughs> Viking. <laughs> Hello, my name is Lars. I've come to see how you're doing. But I did, I don't know if you noticed too, I put it on our Facebook page uh, last night or yesterday when I was watching it, um, the fact that SRB came up when I was watching. And SRB is a short term for Serbia. (laughs) So I wonder if there's a chance when we Instagram, whatever else I do, hashtag SRB, people go, they don't look like they're Serbian. (laughs) Or they speak really good English for Serbians. (laughs) And tonight on the Eurovision from Serbia, we are Hi, and welcome to the South Road Boys, just speaking with Drew and Joe. <laughs> Could you imagine that? Imagine if they used that as a grab for the start of their song at Eurovision. It wouldn't be fucking weirder than most of the other stuff that's on No, there's some bizarre things, really. But I thought our, um, our Jessica Malboy, she represented herself okay. Well, I thought she was pretty cool. She didn't vote very well, but... I tell you what, she well, put it all out there. I think. Well, see, the problem is, it's not. I think if you've ever watched any of this stuff on the Eurovision, it's it's very political voting. Oh, isn't it ever? <laughs> yeah, especially between uh, Ukraine and and Russia. Yep. Um, and I think that a lot of people believe that we don't belong. Yeah. Well, it's fucking Eurovision, but do you know who does believe we belong? J.K. Rowling. Yes. yes, I saw it. When it came up on the screen, I remember seeing it thinking, ah, oh, it's probably just someone using a similar tag. Like, it no. wouldn't be J.K. Rowling. Yes. Um, actually, that was a, fr- a really weird moment because we were watching it, not live, we watched it last night. So the delayed uh, telecast. Yeah, but yep. didn't know the winner, didn't know anything. I actually did, I removed myself from social media for the day and I didn't know who was going to win. So I went in fresh. I don't think it's that hard to avoid the Eurovision winner. I didn't have to try, and I didn't know. Yeah, probably because I Google a bit of Eurovision stuff, things just pop up. I do now. I I love Eurovision. I think it's the the most corny, fun thing ever to watch. 
It's spectacular. Yeah, you don't like ABBA. <laughs> no. No, I don't like no, ABBA. Right. Yeah. Okay. Um, <laughs> but at that moment, when dudes came up, grabbed the mic, because Eurovision is such a bizarre thing with the performances, initially I thought mm. some dudes come on to do a bit of a rap piece in the middle of the song. Oh, yeah, that, that makes sense. Yeah. Um, and then it wasn't that. Next thing you no. know, suddenly she's got another mic from somewhere. I think it was a different mic. I don't know whether it's the same mic or not. <laughs> and just keeps powering through. And yeah, I've, got, I've got to say, that actually was pretty impressive because that would shake you. In this modern era now, that would have to shake a performer if suddenly someone appeared out of nowhere in your all performance. Depends, all depends where you're from. That could be commonplace. <laughs> Might happen all the time. Um, UK, that may, have, UK. That may be her thing. She was UK. UK. Oh, yeah, fair enough. Yeah. Yes, but I, I did like that. Um, the the two tweets that I saw. One was from uh, J.K. Actual. Um, was based not on. I don't think on the singer. It was based on she heard what our Australian correspondent said. Yes. And I can't remember what he's actually. It was similar to like. some cockhead. Yes. Just came on stage and took the mic. <laughs> yes. And JK's gone along the lines of, fucking, I never want to hear about Australia not being welcome at the Eurovision again. Like, for hands down, absolutely, come on board. Because The thing that I couldn't work out, though, was why would she have been watching or listening to our commentary for Eurovision? I think it got tweeted out. Okay. I think it, I think it was one of those things. And maybe, you never know, Maybe maybe she's got... Because I think in some countries, whoever whoever commentates is just as much as a personality as yeah. Well, that's the why I've Eurovision. always watched it. The commentary has always been the most hilarious part. So maybe that was the thing, or maybe you got tweeted out, I don't know. I don't know. And the other one that I quite liked was there was a Twitter handle, which I don't believe is Her Madge. Um, uh, someone has got a Twitter handle, The Queen of England. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, okay. <laughs> Which went along the some some something along the lines of get the SAS there now. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't see that one. But if you go to her Twitter page, it's all pictures of uh her Madge, the Queen Elizabeth. Yeah. Um and yeah, so it looked like it. it's an official Twitter handle. Nice. I don't believe it is. I don't <laughs> think Liz is sitting there in her eighties watching Eurovision tweeting. <laughs> I could be wrong. Fucking, I'd be happy to be wrong. That'd be yeah. awesome. But the Euros are great. I, just, I love the fact that we made an appearance. I thought that was great. SRB didn't win, but you know what? We were Rep- there. And you know what? That's the only way we're going to win, mate. If we don't, if we don't show up, we're not going to win at all. Got to be in the race. If we do show up, you got to be there. Yep. So, does that mean that if, like, if Serbia had have come through, we could claim that, couldn't we? Oh, of course, we could. SRB, proud winners of Eurovision. Yep. 2019. Maybe that's what we need to do. Maybe roadies next year for Eurovision, we need to start consolidating the Australian vote for Serbia. <laughs> Maybe. Because that's the problem, you see. Because you, your country gets the maximum votes for the country that you're in. And then it's whoever you vote for next is where your another next maximum votes go for. Yep. And if you have a country divided, which I think Australia probably is, I think we actually vote for the ones that we like as opposed to the ones that there is a political motivation where they go, fuck, we're just not voting for those bastards. Yeah, we're more like, oh, yeah, he was all right. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So we get a broad spectrum and our votes really don't end up counting. But if we got the roadies on board a campaign and all of Australia, Serbia number one, we could come up with the chocolates on this one, mate. <laughs> <laughs> we could 
reckon we could take home a bit of tin. I reckon that's oh, a plan. Here's a thing too, so, though. Imagine, yeah, right, yeah. Imagine you and I commentating, commentating, Com- commentating, <laughs> Com- commentating, commentarying. Yeah. Commentary. Commentary. <laughs> Hashtag. Author, not a talker. Um, commentating. Okay. Uh, yes. Eurovision. Live. Imagine oh. how much fun we'd have with that. We should do that. We should put this in the calendar for next year and we will. Eurovision Twitch. special. Yeah, either Facebook Live or Twitch. Um, Eurovision special. Oh, it'd be funny. Do you even know what Twitch is? No. I just saw this fucking blank look go across the face. Like, I would just agree with him because yeah. I know. You, know, you know when you have a conversation with people and you just kind of nod and you know yes. you're actually thinking about boobs? Well, the only reason I bring up... Look, normally I would let you get away with not knowing what Twitch is, but... There is a new sporting hero that has... uh, Are you aware? I mean, I'm sure you are. You know who Cristiano Ronaldo is? I actually don't, but we're going to assume soccer. Yes. Or in some countries, football. Correct. He is not only blessed with the ability to be one of the world's best players at the sport, but God went, you know what? Fucking let's make you a handsome fella as well. So he's a good-looking rooster. There's no question about it. How dare he? He, oh, Yeah, and he's got a killer smile and apparently a really nice personality. And funny as all get out. There's a video, I'm sure if you go on YouTube, he actually dresses up like a little old man. Um, he's got the mask on and he's just in this square in Barcelona because he got traded to Barcelona. Okay. Or Barcelona. And um, this young kid who would have been about 10. Now, fucking, you go to Spain, they all fucking love the football. And... Even if you don't go for Barcelona or Madrid, if you were to see Cristiano Ronaldo, you'd fucking lose your mind. And anyway, so this this kid's got a, this old guy's got a football, and he just starts a pick up game with the kid, just kicking it to each other, and and they're kicking it to each other, and all of a sudden, this old guy gets decidedly better and better and better, and the kids have a great time or whatever, and then the guy just walks up to the kid and does the whole you know face off. Thing yep. where he, the, the bloody Tom Cruise in Mission Impossible rips yeah. it off, and you see the kid, I think, just shits himself. Like, he just <laughs> fucking loses uh, his mind, the Cristiano Ronaldo. And then from nowhere, there are thousands of people with phones and pens, because there was no one else around. There was just an old guy playing soccer with a young kid. And then, obviously, he gets swarmed and blah, blah, blah. But the first... So what I'm saying is, Cristiano Ronaldo is fucking popular. To the point where last month, his social media interactions was number one. He had 139 million social media interactions. Schneiky. Last, last month. <laughs> not, not, not last year, last month. So that means that someone has either liked, viewed, shared or retweeted something of his. Wow, I mean, I can't believe that his popularity is nearly matching ours. Uh, almost. Oh, almost. Good on but him. He has, but he has been knocked off as the number one sports personality, um, social media interaction, by 
Do you know Tyler uh, Belvins? No, I do not. Tyler Ninja Belvins. Uh, what is his other uh, basketball? We can play this game. This is a great <laughs> game. I would love for you to guess where Tyler Ninja Belvins is famous for. Uh, surely it wouldn't be some kind of martial arts. That'd be too obvious. It would be. I'll give you really? a little bit more information about it. No, it's not. Oh, it's right. not martial arts. Okay. Yep. Um, he had 150 million social media interactions all last hell? month. Yep. What uh, do you reckon Tyler does? Well, if it's not basketball, it wouldn't be nope. soccer again, obviously, because that'd be too easy as well. No, that's uh, true. Not. Uh, I don't. New tennis? No, I I didn't know there was such a following of tennis, let alone the naked version. <laughs> you know what? You never know. You never know. Yeah, that's what they love to see the French Open. <laughs> um, Richard Tyler Ninja Belvins is an American Twitch streamer. He's a PC gamer. I know what you're talking about now. There you go. And he has on Twitch, which is a probably the most famous platform for where you can go and watch other people play computer games. Mm. Seven million followers. Wow. That is insane. And and on average, now he plays for four to eight to 12 hours a day. On average, 110,000 viewers will watch each stream. But why? (laughs) Because they want to watch him play a game on a computer. (laughs) It's just out of control, mother. Out of control. I actually watched um, for about like two minutes. Jason Mewes has actually been streaming some um, stuff lately uh, for playing Fortnite, which is a game that's basically taken over the world. And, um, or the the flat part of it anyway. Um, Yes, the flat (laughs) part. But um, I watched that for a bit. And I must admit, it was kind of fun watching someone that was famous having a bit of fun and all the rest. Um, Just watching someone who plays games for a living yep I just don't get it I don't get the well he started playing Halo 3 Um, he's got 10 million subscribers on YouTube so not only are people wanting to watch him play they're paying for the privilege yeah he'd be getting a shit ton of money through sponsorship I think it's I I think he's getting half a million a month fuck he's worth he's worth 6 million a year um, I think the thing that the people love about him... Joe. <laughs> <laughs> what so, are we doing this for? We well, should be doing that. I've got an idea. Oh, and I'm, hello. I'm, I'm hoping you're going to like it. <laughs> right. Now, Tyler makes his money not because he's not just because he's a good gamer, but because on Twitch he's very interactive with his audience. So he will he's talking at them, talking to them, um, taking fielding questions and and all that kind of stuff. So he's really it's an interactive he's experience. He's not he's pretty clued in. So it, the, his viewers or his subscribers are engaged, which is you know the important part. Now, you and I are never going to be in our mid forties at the level where we can beat anyone under twenty at any PC game ever. I am in total agreement. Yeah. <laughs> You know what? Give it a fucking red hot go, but never assume well, we'd ever win. Uh, no, there's no chance we're going to win. No chance we're going to win. But I was thinking, how about old fart gaming, where instead old of we play, gaming. right? Okay, so instead of us playing like the new Fortnite or whatever, 
we do a bit of OG and go back to something like the original Abe's Odd World. Oh, original Tomb or Raider. Original Tomb Raider. Fuck, yep. there you go. Bang. And and have people be able to interact with us as we are unable to get out of the training camp. <laughs> <laughs> and, and like, could you imagine, right, if they were there when we were playing um, Motor Heroes? Oh, no, what was it called? Trials. Trials, oh, where, yeah. Where, Ah, oh, that we was ridiculous. Where we spend 35 minutes not being able to get over a certain jump. Yeah, you're just trying to get up one ramp or something. <laughs> Trials, for yeah. those that don't know, is um, like a dirt bike game. Um, it's really tough. It's easy to begin with and lots yeah, of fun. All you have to do is go from point A to point B on a dirt bike. You don't even have to turn left or right. It's you're going from the left of screen yep. to the right of screen. All you're really doing is controlling your acceleration, your brake, and tilt forward and or tilt lift, back. Yeah. That's it. So you, you've got four directions, four things you can do. That's it. Yep. Like, <laughs> not even fucking the 500,000 things that the PC gamers do where that you... That's like speed like, typing. Yeah, fuck. Yeah. It's just insane. And so we can't master four things. <laughs> I think we could make that hilarious. I'm not sure whether or not people would pay to see it. All it would be is me swearing over and over again. That's all it would be. And, and me laughing. That's it. And I think we, I think we'd need to get some sort of industrial strength, military grade sort of hand controllers. Um, and a box at the end of the room so that when we threw the controller we wouldn't go through a thousand dollars worth of controllers in a day what you want um do you remember roadhouse the movie with that wonderful patrick swayze patrick swayze yep. does the spinning heel kick and the, does oh. uh, yeah <laughs> sorry well, you got the, inside the, of there yeah I, well i just remember that one scene where the guy had the dagger the knife that came out of his heel yes oh the the toe of his thing yeah, Fucking it's awesome. a good movie uh but jeff healy band playing the bar yeah. And initially, they're in a cage. So what we could also oh, do, I'm thinking, put a, put a cage around the TV. So when you throw shit at it, <laughs> won't hurt the television. <laughs> that's Is that your go? Is that what you, you... See, I think that sort of set up as Blues Brothers. Yeah, I suppose it's not a all a new concept. Yeah, where they're standing there and go, rolling, 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 keep the doggies rolling right. Yeah, so that's what we but need. But that's, that's what we need. Or... Bulletproof Perspex. Bulletproof Perspex. Where do we what? get a gun from that we're shooting the TV? Well, no, not for the fucking bullets. <laughs> just, but if of, you... <laughs> just put some caps in the television. <laughs> bam, bam, bam. No. And why fuck. is it that I actually did the, like, the gun, right? Why did I have it sideways? Because like, it was gangster. Why am I a gangster? I, I don't know how to fire a fucking gun. <laughs> well, that's not... I don't think that's how you fire it properly. It's not. No. Oh. I did the same thing. Um, we're so but, cool. Yeah. We're just gangster. Um, yeah. We're Saeed. <laughs> Crips and Bloods, that's us. Oh. No, but the reason why you wouldn't have just the mesh is because, like, if you've got a drink and you throw it, it could smash and still hit the TV. Or the liquid with there. Okay, yeah, that's this... fair. Yeah. Yeah, no good thinking. Or, or ah, here's the other thing. It's probably not going to work out well for either you and I, but if it's video, it would be great comic relief for people. Anything that we have in our hand, so we have a stubby holder and the controller 
are both on small little Oki straps to our wrist. So we can throw them, but they fucking come straight back at you. Which adds that new dimension that we're probably after. It's kind of a little bit like the Wii controllers. You know, with the Wii controllers, how you yeah. move your arms around so you have a little wrist strap? Yes. That's yes. just so you don't let go of it accidentally break the TV, which if you look on YouTube and that, there's many oh. situations that's happened. But for us, though, it adds extra, extra skill because it'll fly out and then you've got to avoid it when it comes back. It comes back at you. <laughs> there's so many of those Wii ones, especially the ones where Dad says, watch out, boy, I'm going to have a go at this tennis, and then takes his massive backhand and cracks a kid in the nose <laughs> and there's fucking claret everywhere. Oh. <laughs> Good fun, mate. Good fun to watch. I like them. So that's my plan, mate. That's if we, okay. if old we, uh, fart if gaming, we... old fart gaming. Well, maybe not old fart gaming. That probably makes yeah, it well, sound a bit. It does because it not... makes me feel like I'm seventy. Yeah, I don't think the Twitch followers are going to get that. Well, we could we could just do SRB gaming, and then when what they click got? on, I realize middle aged gaming mag mag. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I'm up for an acronym, but yeah. no, I reckon SRB. SRB gaming, SRB we can do gaming. that. SRB, too. and then yeah, because I think as I think as soon as they, I think as soon as they look at our Twitch feed, they'll work out two things very fucking quick. <laughs> Which are one, we should not be there, okay, <laughs> and that we cannot play. <laughs> but but I reckon we could. We no, I, that's a plan. I reckon we do that. Yep, I'll. It's not going to happen soon because we both have to actually be in the same state. Yeah. Because that's going to be really difficult to do SRP gaming <laughs> over Skype on Twitch. Neither of us have that level of technical no, knowledge. No, I don't think, like I don't think um, our followers actually need the confusion of that. I'm not sure how many of the uh, the roadies would be actually watching us on Twitch anyway. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe a couple. Oh, you never know. Maybe they, I yeah. reckon they'd put a good five minutes in. Just to see what it's all about. Yeah, what's this Twitch business? That's yeah. something you do when you have a spasm. You just yeah, Glenda, Glenda, Glenda. <laughs> yeah, sure. Come and turn Twitch on. <laughs> oh, I'm not into that sort of shenanigans. Why did that suddenly start sounding like my mum? That's a, that's oh, the Merle Troy. voice you do. <laughs> oh, Troy. Speaking of, um, quick shout out for Mother's Day too. Happy Mother's Day. Oh Mom. yeah, and hey, Happy Merle. Mother's Day, Penny, hey, Penny. as well. Yes, our mums, without them, we would not have entered this world. Without them, there would be, well, without them and their parts that we won't talk about. <laughs> no, no more Because we, we get talk. in trouble. Um, we would not be on this podcast. Tell me about it. So, we would not. Mm. <laughs> and if we keep on mentioning their parts, we may not stay on this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> now, what has, I'm going to play the music. Oh, we're getting into five things. Why not? Let's do that then. One, two, three, four, five things that should be. All right. So tell me what has got your ire up. Righto. I, I'm going to leave the one that I'm doing this for till the last. Okay. Righto. So that, that's what really got this running. Mm-hmm. So I'll get my angry beard on right now. <laughs> righto. Yes. First one. Yes. And this is going to sound racist, but it's actually not. And I'll explain why it's not. Asian drivers. <laughs> now, straight away, it's like, oh, Troy, you can't say that. Now, hang on, hang on, 
Hang on, Asian drivers in Tasmania or Asian drivers yeah, in Asia? Yeah, this one I need to clarify. Asian drivers in Tasmania. And when I say ah. Asian drivers in Tasmania, I'm also going to re-clarify that as Asian drivers, bracket, tourists, bracket. Oh, okay. So Fair I'm enough. not saying that the entire Asian population of Tasmania can't drive because that would be racist. Just foreigners. What I'm saying is that Asian drivers <laughs> that obviously yes. don't normally drive in this country... Yes. What the fuck's up with that? Why do they just stop in the middle of the road and think it's okay to just look around or take a photo? What is that? What is going <laughs> on? They just stop in the middle of the road. Yes. No reason. And just yes. look around. <laughs> do, you th- do you think, though... They don't. Do you think... <laughs> no. Do you think it's just Asian drivers, though, or is it all tourists? I look. I've actually posed this to other people. Yes. Um. And you know what? It is just Asian drivers. You know why? Because they can't <laughs> walk either. <laughs> if they're walking around, yes, they'll just stop. They just stop. It doesn't matter if there's fifty people walking behind them. They'll just walk and they'll stop. Point of order, Your Honour. Question: Asians don't have peripheral vision. Is that what we're saying? No. Okay. Was not, certainly was not going to say that. Because <laughs> that'd be racist. That is, that is fucking racist. Can't be racist no, on the like, podcast, Jack. No, no, especially not, talk, not, not talking about the invasion of the Yellow Peril. Um, <laughs> okay. <laughs> not even I was going to go there. No. Um, are these people in their senior years, in their twilight no, years? No, not at all. A lot of them are young. Oh, shit. Oh. <laughs> I guess... It absolutely flabbergasts me. I've never seen anything like it in my life. It's just... There was someone the other day, they physically just stopped in the middle of the road. Yes. Just stopped there. Just looking around. Did you, did you say, are you right? No, I was parked behind them. Well, I was only parked because they were stopped <laughs> behind did them, you... thinking, what the fuck are you doing? Well, I, okay, I, I have two things why I think it's probably... Most of Southeast Asia... Is quite crowded, so most of the Southeast Asian roads are quite standstilly with lots of traffic. So maybe they're <laughs> used to when they need to have a look at something. Oh, fucking traffic's a bit shit. We're already stopped in it, and they get to have a bit of a look around. So coming to you know the wide open black ribbon that is the beautiful roads in Tasmania, they go, oh, well, I still like to look at stuff. <laughs> what do we do if there's no traffic? Oh, don't worry about it. We'll just stop. Well- <laughs> Look, look, I'll give you that as a, as a possible reason, but I don't think it's it. Um, the other question to pose on top of that then, I yes. don't know if this is also racist. Um, <laughs> Chances are it probably Are a is. high percentage of Asian people colourblind? Because strangely enough, after they then decided to keep going, straight through the red light. <laughs> I'm sitting there, so well, I'm stopped. I'm thinking, yes. what the fuck's going on? And then I realise... As someone put their head kind of out a window looking at stuff that, okay, here we go. It's Asian drivers again. Um, tourist, tourist. Asian tourist drivers again. Yes. Um, you can normally tell because it's a rent car Like, it's a pretty yes. big giveaway. Um, yeah. Then, when they finally do go, about 10 metres forward, don't worry about the red yes. light. Just keep cruising through. <laughs> okay. One more point of order, Your Honour. <laughs> if you have someone from America... Fuck yeah. They have one of the best rules in the world for driving. In America, you can turn right on a red light. 
I'd... Which in Australia would be you can turn left on a red light. Yeah, I do like that one. Fuck, I love that rule. Like, that just makes traffic go so swimmingly well. I thought you were actually going to say they've got this rule that no one else has where if an Asian tourist driver stops in front of you, you can walk up and put a cap in them. <laughs> <laughs> I thought that's where you were going. No, but no, I don't anyway. believe that's... that's. Well, maybe President-elect Donald Trump might have that yeah. sort of view. I thought that's but where you were going, but obviously they didn't know where they were going. No. So that's number one. In, Austra- <laughs> in Melbourne, where I live, we, we have a very diverse multicultural society. Um, and there was a driving school that obviously was targeting the Southeast Asian drivers. because I know this because their sign writing on their car was in two languages. One was in, um, in traditional Chinese characters, um, and the other one was written in English. Okay. Now, what I, th- what I think is, though, is that the sign writer had that translated to him by someone who either A, can't read Chinese, <laughs> or B, fucking speak English. Yeah, what did it say? Because <laughs> on the back of the car, it said, we teach you to be good and best driver. <laughs> it doesn't give you a lot of confidence when you're following that vehicle. Uh, you're going to struggle with a written test. <sighs> but anyway, what are you going to do? So that's number <laughs> that one. That was number one. That's number <laughs> uh, So here not long ago, I might have told you about this. I bought a koala mattress. <laughs> no, you did okay, not. So, uh, <laughs> Made out of koalas well, with chlamydia or? <laughs> a couple of years ago, uh, when, when, when Jazz, yeah, it's what made me think of chlamydia koalas, the wrestlers. Um, when Jazz and I first met, she was looking yes. at this, um, she wanted to get, think about getting a new mattress. Uh-huh. Um, and she found this koala mattress online. And it's one of those mattresses, that, they're a foam mattress. Mm-hmm. They're machine pressed really tight in a little coil. They come in a box, and then when you open it, they suddenly go, and they oh, suddenly the blow up, and they're a full-size mattress. Magic mattress in a box. Yeah, of which I've gone, don't be so fucking stupid. It's just an internet bullshitty thing. You're going to pay a 1000 bucks for a mattress. Guaranteed it'll be shit. And it's just going to be a wank, and you won't want to sleep on yeah, it. Yeah, basically. Forward Because I know they have... <laughs> Well, I know I know they have them in America and they call them a Casper mattress. That's one of the big brands there. And they even offer you a 100-night free trial. Yep. So if you don't like it, you can send it back and then yeah, that's it. No the harm Koala nothing. had 120 free trial. Oh, so, um, there you go. And not only that, um, if you're in metro regions, they would come and pick it up for you for free if you weren't happy with it. Oh, so pretty impressive. Genius. If you're in Tassie and you're not happy, you've got to pay for it to go back. But I mean, still, they're backing their product pretty well. Yeah. Anyway, decided I needed a new mattress. I've had the same kind of not fantastic mattress for quite a few years now. Not getting any younger. Wake up with a bit of a sore back. Yeah, yeah. since you got rid of the uh, the waterbed. Oh, the waterbed. That was a while back. <laughs> Top tip, roadies. Just here's one of the funniest things. Troy bought my parents' ex-waterbed. Yeah. <laughs> I actually... Slapping the base. Yeah, I bought the waterbed that your mum and David had... Um... Steph... Actually, she leaves your sister on, yeah. <laughs> Big shout out to Steph. Oh, yeah. <laughs> anyway, oh, that back was to your, um, um, and Just a little tip mattress. there too. With the old style waterbed, as you know, if you ride the yes. wave correctly, you do gain an extra quarter of an inch. And for some people, that's a considerable amount. Tell you what, it's a big improvement. <laughs> yeah. So, forward two years, from Jazz and I having the conversation about the mattress, not from yes. Steph being conceived. Um, yes. Four or two years. 
And I decided to get the new mattress. And I noticed these things around still. And I thought, you know, maybe they're actually not just a bit of a fly-in-the-pants sort of a thing. Maybe they're okay. Did you say fly-in-the-pants? Yep. No, fly-in-the-pants. Okay. Okay. Yeah. I, I still, neither of those <laughs> ring true as the same. But that's that. okay. Because... Flash in the pan? No, your jeans have a fly. It's fly in the pants. It's a new one for your roadies. <laughs> we got to throw that one out there. Um, now, good without getting into detail, <laughs> because I am a pro- I'm a private person. Yeah, well, you don't like talking about the sex. I the sex is yep. fine. <laughs> oh yeah, us we talk about the sex. Oh, the sex is great. Have you had a sleepover on uh, the other chlamydia mattress that Jazz bought? Well, Jazz didn't buy one. I thought you said she no, did. No, she was looking at buying one. Ah, she didn't right, buy one. Sorry. I said, don't buy that. Ah. It would be bloody ridiculous. Um, ah. So, I said, four or two years later, they're still around. I look at it. It comes up on an ad somewhere on social media or something. I research mm-hmm. it. Um, yes. These things are going fantastically well. There's quite a few competitors out there too. But the koala seems uh-huh. to be pretty cool. So, I just every now and then, you've just got to go, you know what? Fuck it. What the hell? What the fuck? Let's just do it. So, I did. Bought the Has koala. it arrived? Yep. I've had it for about a month. Please tell me you videoed it coming out of the box. No, magically. I didn't. I wish I'd done that. Fucking it was so idiot. good. So you can look at any video online. There's heaps of them. But I did. No, but you'll have your video. I, know, I did say to Jazz today, I want to buy another one. Just to see it do that again. <laughs> <laughs> but look, it's a thousand dollar mattress. It's actually been really shit hot though. I love it. It's great. Yeah. So big shout out there. If the um, koala mattress people want to throw a sponsorship our way, you know, always keen. We will plug the shit out of it. <laughs> that's what she said yeah that sounds a bit better I'm going to plug the shit out of my mattress right. are they one of those ones I heard though that um, they're quite quite heavy yes they are to, to, like when, you, when, when you're trying to change your bed and like change yeah, the sheets yeah they're pretty weighty kind of it's really surprising yeah. yeah but isn't it one of those ones where like you uh, you see that you can have like a glass of yeah, water on one end and yep. the other person and you yeah okay it works so we know like, I, yeah, I go to sleep at the night time I wake up in the morning, yes. the doona on the other side of the bed is exactly how it was to begin with. Wow. Because obviously you're not flaying around like a madman. And if, you, if yes. you're not going to spill a drink by being on one side, you're not going to move the doona. Yes. And for those people who aren't in uh, Australia, that's a continental duvet. <laughs> Nicely done. That's what, that's what we call uh, yeah, a continental duvet in Australia, a doona. Yeah. So, anyway, so I bought the koala mattress. Impressed yes. with it. I'm loving it. It's great. I'm sleeping well, waking up really refreshed. It's a kick-ass mattress. Okay. Right. But I'm not one of those people <laughs> that feels as though I need to leave reviews for everything I buy or do. No. I'm just not no, that kind of person. You're, you're not a big reviewer? No, I'm not a big um, reviewer. Um, like a, and you don't put... <clears throat> and you don't seem to put a lot of weight in other people's reviews. Uh, I do to a point if there's a number of them that are positive or negative okay yep so because look at the end of the day people can say or do whatever they want online but the thing mm. that shits me it's like okay don't force a review out of me so i don't know how many emails i kept sending me say have you forgotten to do a review you can do it now it only takes two minutes all these things oh they've, like, they've asked more than once yes and it's like fuck man i've bought your product you've sent me a reminder to say if i want to do one don't try and bully me into giving a review Oh, 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 can I say what Troy did next? <laughs> did Troy go and give them a one star because they kept fucking No, I didn't do that because the product is fine. I just don't appreciate the review. continual attitude. 
love the product would recommend the product to anyone just fucking don't let them have your email address because you will be hounded like the dogs of hell oh, just for a review. Like, fuck you've sent me about five emails to the point where i'm gonna have to unsubscribe to the email just like why would you subscribe to the cu- cu- to the company that you get mattresses from well, it would have been a case of when you give them the details, you give them an email address. It's part of the process of ordering online. Ah, uh, yes. Yeah. So, well, maybe... You, yeah, fair enough. Yeah, so, but the other thing that comes along with that as well is it's kind of a, it's a little byline within that mm. um, thing that shits me. Is that, of course, <laughs> when you Google something initially on your social media yes. page and all the rest of it, and even if you go to a news website or you go wherever, ads for those products come up because oh, Google's always fuck, watching. Don't they we know ever. that. But... How yeah, the f- lucky d- duck duck go doesn't know. No, but how the fuck do you tell them I've already bought one? Stop advertising to me! Like, just leave me alone. I've got the product. I don't need to see it on every social media news site, entertainment website. Just fuck off! I love you, koala. <laughs> well, maybe what you should start googling: how to burn your koala mattress. <laughs> <laughs> And you'll just end up with all these websites of you know, flamethrowers and stuff like uh, that from Raise Outdoors. You know how they say that Google is listening? Always. Or, or whatever. So I always thought that was a bit of a myth. No. See, I thought it was. I thought it was, you know, let's everyone just calm down a little bit. I know we can go a bit overboard with what we believe happens mm. on the interwebs. But yes. I was talking about the koala mattress with uh, my workmate Chloe, my boss at work. Yes. And... Uh, Bugger me, the next day she sends me a screenshot. A koala ad, koala mattress ad, turned up on her social media feed. And she had not Googled it at all. Put the tinfoil on your hats, people. But Big Brother's listening. But hang on. Well, well, I mean, you look at it. I know that in... I know that my Xbox is always listening. Um, because you can say, turn on Xbox. True. Yep. Um, I've got a microphone. And now what, you don't even have this... to rub it to do that. No. You can turn it on just by using your voice. Yeah, hello. That's how sexy hello, you are. How you doing? Yeah, exactly. I'm bringing sexy. Turn on um, Xbox. But you've got... <laughs> exactly. Turn now. And obviously I've got a microphone on my laptop. I don't know whether or not that's activated all the time. And I know that on my phone, I'm an Apple user, um, certain apps do have access to the microphone. Yes. So, uh, I need to press a button to be able to activate Siri, but I know that there are other people that have a setting where they just talk and say, hey, Siri, and she wakes up. My sister's got one of the new Google Home devices, and that is always listening, because all you need to do is say, hey, Google, what's the weather like? Hey, Google, what's on Channel 9 next? And it just goes, fucking, there's the answer. Now, I... I'm not a big conspiracy theorist, and I know that people go, oh, they don't keep the data. (laughs) Bullshit. (laughs) Like, quite frankly, that stuff, everything that you do online is valuable to somebody. Any conversation that you are having is, is valuable to somebody. And I'm not saying it's because, you know, Big Brother's trying to screw you out of this and that, but I can tell you for darn tootin' that advertisers that's the information they want and that's why when troy um you know starts googling how to burn a a koala mattress ray's outdoors flamethrowers are going to come up (laughs) in his news feed because rays get there and go you know what that's that's a qualified lead 
And that's all advertising is, is about getting a qualified You know what, tonight, brand. after we finish this podcast, I'm going to Google, how do you burn a mattress? Yes. And I'm just going to see yeah, what happens. I, I, I'd be very specific, how to burn a koala mattress. But Well, that just can't as koala mattress as keywords, and then I'll just get yeah. even more koala mattressing. Or how to burn your neighbour's koala <laughs> mattress. <laughs> so we'll see what happens there. Challenge accepted. All right. Done. Right, number three. Because we seem to be talking oh. for a long time. Time's flying tonight. What's going on with well, that? We're having fun, and there's, only, and there's only two of you. <laughs> and, there's no, <laughs> and there's no wrestling questions. <sighs> God damn. Okay. God damn, motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> I just love it how he set himself up with an opening statement line. <laughs> oh, gold. Righto. Number three. Yes. Number three. Having to wait a year for the second part of Avengers Infinity War. Oh, oh it's painful, man. Oh, it's so painful. I'm not going to go into I, spoiler territory, even though it's been on for a few weeks now. No. But oh. I And you know what? I actually think, and look, once again, I am nowhere near qualified to have a thought on this, but I don't believe that they are going to be maximising the revenue that they would get out of it. Because I just don't think they will. Because once you've got your cinema release, that's fine. Then you've got your DVD and your Blu-ray release, right? Mm-hmm. Once it comes out on that, it's it's you, you can sell it to Netflix. It's on there. I reckon if you release it three months at the cinema after the first one, I think what you'll see is you'll see people will go see it the first time at the cinema, maybe a second time if they're hardcore. Then, when you release the next one, part two, three months later, four months later, you will see a spike in either a Netflix subscription to watch it again, or you'll see a spike in DVD sales to watch it again before people go and see the second one. Yes. That's what I, I reckon. think that's spot on. And then what happens if fucking actors... Like, I mean, touch wooden, and I hope it doesn't happen, but actors will be older, actors will be dead, you know. Um, oh, can I just say, could be? Do I have to say will be? Can we just say oh, could, well, could be? be but, well, I mean, I don't know. I'm hoping that they've filmed a lot of the actors so that, you know, there's not much yeah, change I reckon they've it. probably done a lot of it together. That would make sense. There'd be no reason why they couldn't because, I mean, I don't think it's... I think a lot of that type of film, a lot of that's CGI and it's a lot of effects and all that kind of stuff, but the actual acting bit, I think, is not much different to an, a regular film. And I think mm. that they... Look, you could extend filming from six months to, to eight months or whatever, and I reckon you'll get the same. Yeah, I reckon you're right. So I reckon they've missed the mark on that one. I reckon they could have capitalised a bit more, and waiting 12 months is just going to be so long. The only reason I can see that they might want to wait 12 months is if they are releasing... Well, what's coming next? Ant-Man and Wasp. Ant-Man and Wasp. Yep. So maybe they might be there might be another Marvel thing that's going to happen in between times and those characters get put in the second one or they're doing a lot of Defenders on Netflix. Maybe something might be happening there. They might get included. That's Interestingly enough, uh, by the look of it, Marvel's Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D., which I still keep up with and watch, is mm-hmm. slightly tying into that movie. And um, yeah. we're about to get the final episode next week of this current season, and I'm wondering whether that they're going to be brave in that episode will tie into the ending of the Avengers movie. And that would be huge. Yeah. And maybe that's what it is. Maybe they've got 
more skin in the game when it comes to their Netflix conflict uh, content yeah. with defenders or agents of Shield, and they want to try and capitalize on and that. And plus, there know, is a Captain Marvel movie coming out early two thousand nineteen too, which is obviously going to tie into the sequel. So yeah, but fuck, it's frustrating. I hate it. I really do. But you know what? They're still going to get our money. Oh hell yeah! So they don't care. <laughs> yep. So this will move me on to the next one. Is this number four? This or five? is number four. Right. Okay, go. The fact, look, when there's movies and fact. games coming up, movies and games, not gays. Mo- movies. <laughs> movies and games. Who's gays? <laughs> movies and games coming out, they release a trailer so that yes. we know what's coming. It entices us to be excited. It entices us to oh. either pre-sell or pre-buy, pre-purchase the game. Or get yes. ready for the movie. It makes you want to be there. Makes you want to play it. You are just pumped up months out before it even starts. It's to it's to whet the appetite. Yep. It's that exactly. It's it's to get the saliva flowing. It's to get the taste buds going. It's to to show you a couple of interesting things that aren't spoilery. Yep. And it makes you and go to get Ooh. your little bit of ex- exactly. And a really good trailer will do that. Like I think they released. I think the first trailer for. Solo was only something like 40 seconds. And then they released the full trailer a day or so later. So, fuck. Now this, that brings me on to what fucking shits me. (laughs) The fact that we now have a trailer for the trailer. How fucking ridiculous. We have a teaser for the trailer. The trailer is the fucking teaser for the movie. You don't need to tease the trailer. They just need to calm the fuck down. Well, are you, I, I'm assuming you're actually specifically talking about the Han one. No, I'm not. I'm specifically actually talking about, um, what was it, um, Tomb Raider, the new game. Mm-hmm. Come out, right. They released a teaser with this little snippet saying trailer out in like one week's time. They were teasing for the trailer. Yep. And then the trailer came out. The trailer is the teaser. It's yeah, but you. Oh, fuck, I, so what's next? No. So we've got a thirty-second teaser for the trailer, right? What's next? A five-second teaser for the teaser for the trailer for the movie or the game? No. <laughs> I, look, you are grumpy and you are just not thinking big picture. I am thinking big picture. There's no need no, for it. Fucking not. There is a big There's need no for it. Need for it. So I put an extra topping on the ice cream. You've already got enough topping. You don't need it. It's no, not going to make it taste fuck. any better. You're just going to smother it. You're going to make people and, too sick of it before they get to the proper tasting. They'll be over it before no, they get there. No, but that's why you're never going to be a billionaire. I think there's a lot right. of other reasons too why I'm never going to be a billionaire. But Oh, well, okay. And look, I don't want to speak that, you know, <laughs> that over you. But, all right, you and I both know that that trailer is going to get... 15 million views in the first day. It is going to be fucking slammed, right? Are we talking about the teaser or the trailer? No, the trailer. The actual trailer is going to get 15 or whatever million views in a very quick period of time. If you were an advertiser doing your advertisements... Or advertisements? (laughs) Smart ass. (laughs) Did that on purpose? I did. Um... 15 million eyeballs on 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 something. Yep. Do you, do you reckon if you had a bit of product placement in there or, you know, that please wait while your 
trailer is loading. That front oh, thing that fucking YouTube do. Don't start me that, on that one, but yeah, it's part of the that, game. But but it's twenty seconds, and you don't you can't skip it. So you have to watch twenty seconds of an to ad get to your content. Yep, to get to the content that you want. And for the first trailer of fucking Tomb Raider, you are damn skippy going to watch that twenty seconds worth of faff. So if I release a snippet to say the trailer's coming and build that excitement and anticipation, fifteen million goes to twenty million. Because you want to be the first person to fucking watch it. Yeah, but they're not doing it in front of another trailer or something else. They're doing it as a snippet on their social media pages. Why don't just release the fucking trailer? Don't release a teaser for the teaser for the movie or the game you're going to play or you're going to watch. It's generating excitement. It's generating excitement. I was excited already when I knew there was a trailer coming. (laughs) No, you just had a chub because you love Lara. Uh, Oh, there's a little bit of that too. Yeah, Yeah, fair enough. But that's boobs. and also <laughs> boobs, boobs. But I mean, that's why they did the the hard one. They did that little short snippet yes. one because to pay for money during Super Bowl time is yeah. See, that shit. makes sense to me though. That's a purpose because you have a time yeah, frame you got to work within. Yeah, but the thing is, there's so much product and so much content being given to us, and more and more we are as consumers expecting that content to be free or cheap and if we don't get it for free or cheap we will find it for free because there are so many ability or there's so much ability for us to to pirate things if we are that way inclined so it's about trying to get the most revenue out of it and if you can get revenue out of sponsorship for a trailer by creating a bit of excitement for it i reckon I don't agree with it. It fucking shits me. <laughs> but this is like... At a, least I understand like it. This is like a 10-second teaser, though. Like, this isn't a Super Bowl ad. This is just yeah. a 10-second teaser. Teasing you for the trailer that comes out next week. But you watch your social media and your web browsing until it comes out, and you'll just see pictures of Lara Croft based on this conversation. Well, there you go. <laughs> That's actually not bad. Big Brother's watching. Not right, right, let's move on to the last one. Last one, the reason why we're doing George, this. George Orwell, <laughs> 1984. Yeah. All right, go, hit the me. The future is Number now. Number five. Um, Number five. Right. There is a current flu injection commercial campaign happening in Tassie. I'm assuming it's nationwide, but I saw it for the first I don't watch, time. I, I, I'm like all the other consumers out there who fucking are annoying people. I don't watch ads on TV. You do because you watch football. That's the only time I That's see the only... commercial ads on TV. Exactly. And they yep. shit you to tears. So, this ad come on. It's for flu inoculations. It's all about people in the health industry saying, now, this is a great thing. We get this. You should get this too. It's going to be great for basically the country. People won't be having time off work. It's fantastic. Yep. They're giving it a bit of a positive spin. Of which, course. Oh, I understand that. And this is, yes. for me, as you know, I do not like the needles. The injections aren't a great thing Don't. for me. <laughs> the jabby jabby. Don't like the jabby jabby. So, in the midst of this, it's actually a uh, yes. It's a nurse kind of as the person in the ad. Saying, you know, do this, it's uh, great for my uh, industry, all the rest of it. So she's in the hospital well, or the doctor's surgery. It's it's a paid actress. Well, yeah, that's what I mean. It's a character. <laughs> so she's in there and saying, okay, I'm going to get this jab. It's great. Blah, blah, blah. It's, no, you know, it's easy. It doesn't hurt. <laughs> And then they stop, yes. right? She gets a phone out, puts a phone up in the air, and they make a pose and they go, Flu jab selfie, hashtag. Oh, for fuck's And then the ad kind of continues on. 
And then at the end of the ad is a little hashtag, Flujab Selfie. Oh, for fuck's now, sake. Now, it looked like two teenage girls at a pub that have just had their first tequila shot. they just written the phone up, you know, like all smiles, about to get a needle. I don't care what anyone says. Yep. This is not going to take off. And whoever came up with that scheme is a fucking moron. And to prove it, I jumped into uh, Instagram and I used to do yes. search for hashtag flu jab selfie. Oh, right? gold. There were five. Yep. <laughs> five. And you know what? I think three out of the five were actually there because they put it in there themselves. As in whoever did the campaign. You got to look for it now, are you? I am. I'm duck duck going it. I'm going to do an image search. Oh, there you go. I haven't. On. I haven't done on duck duck go. Um, I just went on duck, Insta. Duck. Oh my goodness! Flu jab selfie. Oh, uh, these people have made up songs. Yes, that's what I mean. That's part of the marketing. That isn't someone randomly that's done it. They're part of the marketing uh, campaign. Ah, uh, an extra shot with my coffee, please. It's oh, just, for fuck's it's, sake. It looks like it's all taken at one hospital and these people have drunk the Kool-Aid. Like, that's just... Whoever came up with that to try and make uh, flu jabs cool is a moron. What What's happened is someone older than you and I is getting hip to the groove. They're trying to get the younger generation to get flu injections, <laughs> obviously. Because uh, that, that market with hashtag flu jab selfie, um, anything with selfie isn't someone for someone in their 40s. That's trying to get a younger generation into it. Yeah. And I just, I just don't think it's going to work. Look, uh, I'm all for it. Like is blood there, bank, for instance, if people a... go and they, they're giving blood, take photos, great things. There's a real purpose for that. You know, spread the word. This is a great thing to do. I fully get it. Um, taking a selfie, you're getting a flu jab. Moronic. Oh, dude, I think it's actually worse than what you well, think. Here's a, you know, it's worse than what I think. The fact that, for one of the only times you're actually agreeing with one of my five things that shits me comments. <laughs> Fuck, this is worldwide. Oh, really? Yeah, this is not... This is not just limited to bumfuck Tasmania. This is the Universal College of London National Health Service Foundation. They have started this hashtag flu jab selfie. According to Twitter. Or maybe they've obviously stolen the idea and decided to from run Tassie. with it. No, 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 from UK. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, well, I mean, obviously, someone, someone's seen this as a, oh, yeah, let's do that. Now, do you want to go a conspiracy theory? Oh, tell me, I love a good conspiracy theory. Oh, this is not a good one. This is just one. <laughs> okay. Right. Okay. So, there are people that believe that um, maybe... The push for for the flu shot may be not as beneficial to your health as maybe some people might have you believe. Oh, yeah, this could be a long conversation. <laughs> no, it's not. It's not. So let's put that aside for a second, yep. and let's just say let's just say that it does what it says it's going to do. Yeah, okay. What would you imagine if you were big farmer? Someone's paying for this flu shot, by the way. So it might be for you, it might be free. But the oh, it's been paid for Tasman- so the Tasmanian government has is paying for it or the, the Australian government's paying for it. Someone is paying for you to have that. Yeah. Now, uh, I know my employer. My employer will pay that for me 
because they are of the belief of the information that they've been given that they don't want people to not be at work because they've got yep, the flu. So, so it's a cheaper for them. investment. So they'll pay $20, $25 to get each employee the flu shot, which means if they don't miss one day of work, they're better off, right? What do you reckon if Big Pharma was the one that came up with hashtag flu jab selfie? Bang! <laughs> Love it how you just rolled back from the mic. That's the, uh, the Ninja Ninja Joe Mather version of dropping the mic in the podcast. Just exactly. says a big moment and then just rolls his chair back and just deflates himself away from the microphone. With a bang. Oh, the beautiful echo. It's pretty good. Um, yeah, thanks very much. That's, you know what? So that's what I reckon. That actually wouldn't surprise me at all. I don't reckon that's far away from truth. I don't think that's as conspiracy-fied. <laughs> That's well, because I mean, big pharma, big pharmaceutical, whilst they make health-related products, make no mistake, ladies and gentlemen, no matter what you believe, they are there to make money and a shitload of it. It is a multi-billion-dollar industry. Whoever can find a cure or create a disease and then come up with a cure to that disease, um, who? Whoever makes a drug the fastest, like it's like the guy who bought the patent for the EpiPen, mm-hmm. right? There's only to own that patent, um, only one company can make it for a certain period of time. You've got a window, and then once you once that window is passed, I think it's something like ten years. Yep. So I think when you make a medical patent, because of all the money and research and development that you put in there, you get a patent on that particular thing for. I think it's seven to ten years where no one, no competitor can make the exact same yeah. thing. And then after that time, they go, well, you know what? Anyone can make it. Your patent's no longer there. But you've got ten years to basically recoup your cost. This guy bought the patent for the EpiPen and went from something that was, I think, $30, $40 to $300. Mm-hmm. And he's just been flamed in social media. And he goes, I don't fucking care because I'm here to make money for this company. And very soon, the patent for this device is going to run out, and we won't have a monopoly anymore. And it's the same as Viagra. Originally, when Viagra was accidentally discovered, because I think it was it was made to do yeah, something else, pressure, and then they realised. Yeah, well, I know they take. I know people take Viagra when they go in high altitude because it has something to do with blood thinning and circulation or something mm-hmm. or other, um, and blood pressure. Uh, it went from being a trademark product and I think it was something like $25 a pill now that has passed you can buy a replica for $2 (laughs) (laughs) and you know I get pharmaceuticals they do invest a lot of money but they are making a shit ton more no doubt about that I believe there is someone who works for or in conjunction with Big Pharma who's come up with flu jab selfie and they are a fucking tool because that's a shit hashtag. <laughs> you should see it, man. Honestly, the um in the commercial, that little like two teenage, teenage girls doing the big kind of fake smile, flick of the hair. Ah, uh, it's wanky. It's so wanky. But I mean, we know. It. Look, we know a teenage girl. We should ask her. Would you do that? Like, I respect. Like, we've got. I know people who who donate blood. And they get a reward for that. They get, you know, they get a... A cookie. A, um, <laughs> a cookie and stuff like that. But the good thing is, is when you're actually donating blood, you're not helping, you're not doing anything for yourself. You're actually donating it for somebody yes. else. Um, so I have a lot of respect for those people who donate blood. Um, I, unfortunately, um, am not able to. 
but for those people who do power to you because that's just that's the god's work that is um and yeah so i don't mind those people doing the selfies but fucking you got the flu jab hashtag whatever flu jab selfies and the worst thing is uh, it's like i'm shitting about it and shitting on it um promoting it <laughs> Yeah, but you know what? That's like going to... Do you know what it is? It's like going to Macca's and hashtag loving it. <laughs> like, it's just the same thing. Don't do it, people. You know what, you you know what we the, should do? If you, Here we go. What? Yeah. Not that I would do it because I would not get the flu jab, but go in, ask for the flu jab. Yep. You're about to get the flu jab, and you say, can we get jiggy with it? <laughs> <laughs> and if they don't say, no, 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 no. Just walk out and go, well, you can jam your yeah, exactly. flu jab selfie up your Hashtag ass. no flu jab selfie. <laughs> it's just ridiculous. Uh, anyway. Oh, mate, look, that was the five things I've, that shit me. That's, that's my shitty things. That's your shitty things. Well, because we had five things that shit us, and I think we both got a little bit wow. over that one. How about we end on something positive? Something that's just going to make, I don't know, well, it may not make you feel better, but it'll definitely make me feel better. <laughs> If we got a we have Troy, um, thought it, thoughtful Troy's thought about it again this week. Oh, I love it when he thinks yeah, it's about much it. Better he doesn't when he try does and that. wing it. <laughs> <laughs> he doesn't always wing it well. No, yeah. hashtag no. Let's, let's... doesn't wing it well. But we do have a, a fresh thoughtful Troy for the masses. Ah, right, here it is. Welcome to the teachings of Thoughtful Troy. You will never please everyone, no matter what you do or how hard you try. Unless you're a packet of Tim Tams, which you're obviously not. Maybe you should accept that you're more like a packet of Arnott's Cruskets and just please the people that matter. Thank you, and bless. <laughs> Big shout out to all the diabetics out there. <laughs> <laughs> On that note, oh, I'm Joe. I'm Troy. And we are the South Road Boys. <laughs> we certainly are. say how lovely it is not to talk about wrestling um, all the time. We had a bit of a wrestling moment before, but it's just so peaceful. Because uh, you're probably like me. Uh, you're probably not a big wrestling fan. And look, not that many people really are, apparently, in the real world, even though it's such a huge money-making machine. But look, we'll let Joe, and we'll let Grant, and we'll let the other Joes and the other Grants of the world have their moments. But you know what I would love to see? Uh... Joe in a full-on wrestling costume and a wrestling Mexican mask taking on someone in a ring. I just think that'd be great. Um, As the ginger wrestling ninja, I think that would be fantastic.